Hey, buddy, what you doing? Is it Christmas yet? No, sorry, not yet. I can't wait for Christmas. Yeah, I can't wait for Christmas either. In fact, let's celebrate now. <laughs> Welcome to the Can't Wait for Christmas podcast. <laughs> it's October 25th, 2017, and that means there's only two more months until Christmas. Today on the show, the entire cast of the Nostalgia podcast is joining us to talk about the Haunted Mansion holiday attraction at Disneyland. We've also got your chance to win something from the official Can't Wait for Christmas podcast store while we count down some fun gift and decor ideas. You'll hear about how to put a little Christmas in your Halloween, and we'll check in on the great diehard debate. It's a long one today. Let's start the show. It's almost Halloween, or as we call it around here, the Harbinger of Christmas. Got a great show for you today. The good people from the Nostalgia Podcast will be joining us in just a little bit to talk about Disneyland's Haunted Mansion Holiday. Now, if you've never been, they take Disneyland's Haunted Mansion attraction and they add the characters from the film The Nightmare Before Christmas. So basically, the ride is completely different from Halloween to New Year's. We're going to have a lot of fun talking about that. Quick announcement before we get going, I'll be doing a lot of stand-up comedy the first week of November. On Wednesday, November 1st, I'll be headlining at 88 Keys in Morgan Hill, California. And from November 2nd to the 5th, I'll be with Shane Torres at Rooster Tea Feathers in Sunnyvale, California. But all that is after Halloween, so let's take a step back. I found a fun way to add a little Christmas to your Halloween this year, and it's in our first segment, We Need a Little Christmas, now! We need a I saw this on the Facebook page, Garden Answer, which I assure you, I do not follow. It just popped up in my feed somehow. It's clearly a page for crafty people who also have a green thumb. Yeah, that's not me. But if it's you, this is your lucky day. You can make some Christmas out of some leftover Halloween by turning pumpkins into a snowman. I'll put a link to the video in the show notes, but to briefly summarize, the video assumes you have three leftover uncarved pumpkins of various sizes. They suggest you spray paint them white, let them dry, drill a huge hole in the center of them, then find a tiny top hat, which I assume crafty people just have a big drawer of miniature top hats. Is that what you crafty folk do? I don't know. Anyway, you stack the pumpkins up like a snowman. You stick a thick wooden pole through the holes so that they stay together. You jam that pole in a flower pot so the entire thing sits in the flower pot. Then you hot glue that mini hat to the top of the pumpkins. Jam a couple of sticks in the sides for arms and hot glue some rocks onto the face to make eyes and a smile. It it looks pretty easy in the video, but I guarantee if I tried it, there'd be spray paint all of my driveway, a pumpkin slurry everywhere, and possibly a trip to the ER. But if you're the crafty type and you want to give it a shot, send us a picture on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or at our website where the video is linked, can'twaitforchristmaspod.com. Speaking of social media, you can use your social media to win yourself a prize. It's time to find out how in five golden things. The official Can't Wait for Christmas podcast store is available year-round at Zazzle.com slash Can't Wait for Christmas. I had the idea for the store because I would always try and do something creative for my family's Christmas cards every year. I'd always come up with way more ideas than I needed every year, so I started making templates that you can just plug your own photos and family name into, and voila, you got your own slick-looking Christmas cards. But once I opened the store, I found there was a bunch of products you could make at Zazzle. In fact, you can make stamps, labels, stickers, and wrapping paper that were all coordinated with your Christmas cards. But there's even more stuff you can do on the site, so I started designing some other stuff, and I'm going to count down the top five new products I've come up with for this year that you can get at the Can't Wait for Christmas store other than cards. But it's not just a commercial, you can also win number one. So let's get this countdown started with... Number five! Tree Skirt. This year I made a card with Santa driving a train. Wait, do you drive a train? Yeah, I mean, you don't pilot a train. What do you call the person in the front of a train? It's not important! Move on! Fair enough, imaginary listener who sounds kind of like Kermit the Frog. All that's important is Santa's up front of that train. So I thought, you could put that design on a tree skirt and put a bunch of cars behind the train and it would look like you have a train going all the way around your tree all the time. 
So that's what I made. The cars behind the engine are holding a bunch of presents, but you can actually swap out that image with a photo of your family, your pet, or anything you want, really. And you only have to upload one photo, and it will add them all the way around the tree skirt for you. Number four. Cute Santa t-shirt. When I was designing cards this year, I drew a sketch of Santa's face. Well... Technically, I drew a bunch of sketches of Santa's face, and most of them were awful, but one of them actually came out cute. So I scanned that one, and I colored it, and I used it in a few car designs. But I wanted a t-shirt with just that cute Santa head on it, so I made one for myself that says Jolly 24-7. It's got his head on it. I actually made it available in the store, too, but I put a few more shirts with his head on it in there, including one with a speech bubble above his head, and it says, Have you been good this year? But you can actually change that speech bubble to say whatever you want in it. But remember... It's Santa Claus, so keep it clean. If you don't want to be on the naughty list this year, looking at you. All right. Number three. Rubber stamp. I like address labels as much as the next dork, but I've always wanted one of those self-inking rubber stamps so I wouldn't have to peel anything off or make sure the labels were straight. I could just go, ka-chunk, and I'd be done. As luck would have it, Zazzle makes rubber stamps of all sorts, so I made one with that little cute Santa head and my address. Booyah! Dreams do come true. And then I made a template of the Santa head, and you can put your address in there, and you can get one for yourself. Number two. Placemats. This is actually the one that inspired me to make this list. See, my family is hosting Thanksgiving at my house this year, and I thought, what if we could give out those paper placemats like they do at Denny's or IHOP, where the kids could color on them or do a maze or do a word search, all that stuff. So I totally just made one. They come in a pad of 25, and you just tear them off like notebook paper, and then you just set them out on the table, leave a few crayons around, and now the kids are distracted with something fun so you can actually have a conversation while you're waiting for dinner. And let's be fair, the adults want to take a crack at this too. But then after I made the Thanksgiving one, I had to make a Christmas one. I mean, this isn't a Thanksgiving podcast, right? So I made a whole separate one for Christmas. And I put them both up in the store, so if you want them, you can get them too. Honorable mentions! Hot Cocoa. Before I get to number one, I gotta shout out this hot cocoa mix, because the runners-up will win these. It's a tiny tin of hot cocoa mix that you can add your own name and photo to. It makes it seem like you have your own brand of hot cocoa. I'll be giving a can't-wait-for-Christmas tin of hot cocoa to the five folks who enter the can't-wait-for-Christmas 2017 sweepstakes. Is that what we're calling it? It really doesn't matter. You're right, it doesn't. But what does matter is that the grand prize winner is gonna get... Number one! A box ornament. We've had Christmas ornaments in the store since I started the podcast. Uh, I actually used one of them a couple years ago, and on one side, I added a picture of my family. On the other side, added a picture of my brother-in-law's family, and I sent it to him as a Christmas present. Loved it. But anyway, this year, they've got these new ornaments that are in the shape of a box, so you can add an image to all the sides. Ours is set up to look like a Christmas present, so it has a bow on the top and ribbons on the corners. You can put the same photo on all four sides or four different photos on each side. It's totally up to you. And when you win the contest, I'll put your photos in there, add whatever text you want, and send you your own personalized ornament just in time to put it on your tree this year. Or re-gift it. I mean, you, I'm not going to judge whatever you do with it. Once you win it, it's yours. Wait, do I gotta buy something from the store to enter this contest? What? No! That would be awful! All you have to do is pick your favorite episode of the podcast and share it on either Twitter or Facebook. You gotta tag us so we can see it. So if you do it on Facebook, you gotta like our Facebook page first, and then you can tag us in the in the text of it. Or if you're on Twitter, we're at ChristmasPod. Either way, use the hashtag Can't Wait for Christmas as well and put a link to your favorite episode. You gotta do it by November 20th, 2017. That's when entries are closed. And we'll announce the winner on our November 25th episode. As a bonus, anyone who has written up an iTunes review is already entered. You just have to email me to tell me which review is yours and that you want to try and win one of these prizes. If you haven't written an iTunes review yet, there's still time. Write it up, send me an email at christmasattancast.com, and put iTunes in the subject line so I know it's you. Good luck! Can't wait to find out what your favorite episodes are. But I've left our special guests waiting long enough, so let's give them a proper introduction with the help of the Haunted Mansion's most famous resident, the Ghost Host. Or someone who sounds almost like the ghost host? A long time ago, back in 2001, a new holiday tradition begun. For the story that we are about to unearth takes place in the happiest place on Earth. It's the tale of a truly magical ride. It can only be told when two podcasts collide. The Can't Wait for Christmas podcast fills holidays with whimsy. But we need a pod about Disneyland, Disney California Adventure, and everything else Disney. 
so we invited the cast of Nostalgia into the Christmas cave. And here they are, Becky, Jeff, Kristen, and Dave. <laughs> Yay! Hello. Hello. Ho ho ho! Hello, Tim. <laughs> and we also games. we also have Tiny Tinsel here in the house. What's up? <laughs> there you go. Tiny Tinsel, you're so street. <laughs> True that. <laughs> so, Kristen and Jeff, it's good to have you back. And Dave yeah, and Becky, it's so wonderful to have you here for the first time. Woohoo! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're excited. We can, we can, can see it on their face. I know. So, uh, since Dave and, uh, no, excuse me, since Je- uh, Jeff and Kristen were here uh, a little less than a year ago, uh, we got to hear their version of how Mousestalgia started. But we didn't get yeah. to hear it from Dave and Becky's point of view, because from what it sounded like, Kristen and Jeff had a conversation, and then Dave and Becky got brought into it. What was it from your end? Were you sitting around going, boy, I hope someone asks us to start a Disney podcast soon? <laughs> <laughs> Their lives were empty. Yeah. We had Our nothing lives, to do. Yeah, we had nothing to do, so we're like, hey, here this internet thing's coming to be, so maybe we should uh, get on that train. <clears throat> and now he works for Google. Yeah. It's worked it out, so pretty good so far yeah i guess the way i would i i think i usually say is like we had gone to jeff's anniversary what was that 10th that anniversary, 10th anniversary of doom buggy so 10 years ago we went to that thing uh well actually it even goes back maybe even earlier than that yeah a little bit this awkward moment where we went to a friend who was hosting a little uh dinner party at a house she was house sitting for and there was this, she's like, yeah, this guy's got a lot of Disney collectibles. And sure enough, there are a lot of Disney collectibles. They're like, what nerd lives here? <laughs> fast forward, uh, I don't know, it was probably five years at that point, And uh, we get invited over to Jeff's house for dinner or something. Maybe even a Halloween party. It was for uh, dinner. Was dinner. Dinner, yeah. And I was like, we're I've been here friends. before. This is weird. <laughs> and we're like, no, we haven't had you over. I mean, you know. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> I recognize like, you things. recognize a collection like this yeah. uh, and sure enough yep the mutual what? friend Beth invited what, you over. oh I thought there was a relation in there it was just friends I think yeah. it was just Beth yeah she okay. was house sitting no relatives yep. oh okay yeah. I thought she was somewhat related she didn't tell us what happened when she house sat no, which no. we just trusted Beth like just <clears throat> leave it the way it is when we come home <laughs> And now we know what went on. <laughs> it was a good time. But anyways, uh, then we went to that, the 10th anniversary party. Yep. We were starting you know, to get them to know them a little better. Met and got to hang out with Kristen, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, did, during... I shot that great video for you guys at church. <laughs> that's right. Yes, that's right. They were, Tim, they came to, like, I thought I told them you're going to be on a video for new members at our church. But I must have, like, omitted the video part. Because I think Becky, like, just got out of the pool and... Uh, like they were not they weren't camera ready but they let me film them anyway do you remember that yeah Yeah. Yeah. Becky you were a really good sport I mean I thought you were cute but now you know like wow she really was a good sport (laughs) (laughs) but I remember you were like yeah you didn't tell us like yeah yeah. Yeah, she was now I know like now I would know to expect these things yeah yeah Yeah. okay but uh, moving moving along, so we ended up going to a Maker Fair. I remember to, yep. uh, with Jeff and this his is wife. The longest version of the story. I'm, ever. Ever. I'm, I'm going to skip it. Okay, it's so good. we were talking about podcasts, <laughs> and I said, "Hey, I've got a bunch of equipment yep. from when I used to do some demo recording stuff." Yep. And you've got the idea, and he's like, "Yeah, Kristen and I have been talking about it for a while. You know, like let's do it." And I think it was still was several months went by. We that yeah. summer, I remember we all met together. At, yeah. Had a meeting. We had you a barbecue. House- I was house sitting. Another <laughs> <laughs> house sitting so seems to be the theme. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And uh, we talked about what would this look like yeah. and how it'd make it happen. And it in exciting. August of 2008, we yep. released our first episode that we recorded twice. Yep. So. <laughs> our first and our second show. Right? <laughs> our first. Our first major error. Our right off, right out of the Always check and make sure you're recording. Yes, yes, yeah. that's a pro tip. Make sure to record all the microphones at the same time. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, yeah, I had checked everybody else's microphone, make sure they were working. Didn't think about checking my microphone, yeah. so uh, you could hear everybody but me. Yeah. So. Did you okay. ever think of just going back and recording just your parts? Uh, we weren't. It would lose the magic. Well, plus we we, we record live, so everyone yeah. bleeds bleeds. Like yeah, these, it was these, weird. These these that uh, we do tracks, but they're not. 
isolated. So yeah. ah, okay. And those were uh, different times. We used to do every other week mm-hmm. uh, back yeah. then. Uh, yeah, and so and then you're like, the people need more nostalgia. We're doing this yeah. weekly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there was a small riot. There were people in the wanted more. District. Yeah, right in the Cambrian <laughs> district. That's right. I remember that fires. Remember that? There yeah. were fires. We need more nostalgia. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that's and the rest. As they say, is history. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Becky, did you want to add some more to that story? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, the other thing that uh, Jeff and Kristen did last time is a- answered our five golden questions. So now, Becky and Dave, you're on the hot seat. Are you All ready? Right. Can ready. We, do we ready, each Freddy. get to answer? Or do we have to have a, a shared answer? Oh, no, no. You each get the answer. Oh, okay. Last time, Kristen made me answer. Yeah, <laughs> weird. I know. I just turned it around. The tables just kept flipping. <laughs> it's hard to not be in charge. It just got confusing. <laughs> he lost control of the show. <laughs> it <know>. happens. <laughs> All right. So, number five. What's your favorite Christmas carol? Oh, Holy Night. Nice. Go tell it on the mountain. I will. Just tell me their favorite <laughs> carol. Just because you're so soulful. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I like is that the, really your favorite one? I like the Take Six version of Go Tell It on the Mountain. It's uh, You already did it. You can't answer. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm just exaggerating. To the, I'm not, to not exaggerating. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, that's one. All right. Great. <laughs> Number four. What is your favorite Christmas movie? Uh, I should note, I will accept TV specials for this answer. Nice. <laughs> Perfect. Mm, that's a tough call. I'm going to go with Elf. Nice. What? Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> that's classic. Wait, do you say Alf or Elf? Oh, elf. elf. Oh, I heard Alf. Oh, no. yeah, the Alf, elf Christmas special. <laughs> that's what you're like. That was what the what was too. for. If there is one, I'm sure it's amazing. <laughs> I'm sure it's so. I just had this moment of like, I thought I knew you, and I don't. And then I'm just a puppet. <laughs> yeah, she is a fan of Alf. Though, I do so like. Elf. I know. I it probably could be either way. We yeah. now we have to find it. If they could do an Alf Elf crossover, it would be hard to pronounce. I wouldn't be able to handle it. Uh, All right, Dave. Uh, I'm going to go with It's a Wonderful Life. I know it's what? kind of common. You, what? Are you looking it's at like me I like I don't even know you tonight. Come on. <laughs> That's my favorite as well. I, I fully support you with that. Yeah. We uh, did the play a couple yeah. years in a row in uh, high school. Yeah. And it was were you in it? Deal. Yes. Who I were you? I, I'm not going to tell. Were you the little girl? I was. No. <laughs> were you Bob Cratchit? I was not That's Bob wrong. Why would you tell us who you were? <laughs> wrong story. I know. I'm just making a joke. It I'm doesn't not, matter. <laughs> You can't cut down that tree and not bring it into the house. You got to finish the story. Who were you? I was. Uh, <clears throat> I was. You're. You're not even going to know who it was. But it. The character, at least in the stage play, uh, was called Cousin Eustace. Yep, crickets. You heard that. Wow. wow. <laughs> like that's why. I, I okay. Know. It was a horrible. Right. But it was basically uh, cousins of George okay. Bailey. You were a supporting role. I, I was yes, She's disappointed. Was there an analog for that character in the film, or was it made up for the play? No, I mean their character is in that you can point to in the movie, but they didn't really have speaking lines necessarily. But there were speaking lines in the play. Aha, uh-huh. <laughs> cousin Eustace. Mm-hmm. Nice. Number three. All right. So next up, what is the best Christmas present you've ever received? A trip to Hawaii. Well, yeah. You get that like every year. I know. Every year I get the best Christmas present ever. (laughs) How do you compete with that? That's true. I got to send Santa whatever you're sending him. I clearly, you must not be as good as me. Well, clearly not. (laughs) No one is. Uh, My wife. (laughs) I feel like you did something earlier today and that's to make up for whatever that was. No, He's thankfully. like, I gotta get out of the doghouse. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I was trying to think of like childhood when you yeah. could, you would maybe have that kind of thought that like this is the best. I remember really wanting this like track car set, except this wasn't just on tracks; it was actually trackless, so you could switch lanes. Whoa! So it was pretty cool. I thought those are cool. Yeah, it was. I was pretty stoked about it. My brother's like, "Don't ask for that. You're gonna use it for just a little bit and then never play with it again." Yeah. Which he was right, but um, <laughs> at the time. That's what I wanted. So yeah. it was pretty cool. I, I had the same thing with the game Operation. I'm like, oh, that looks so amazing. <laughs> yeah. And then it's just instantly frustrating. Right? Like, it's just, it just like, makes you feel bad like, about oh, yourself. We're taking out kidneys. Yay. Have yeah. you played the big version at Chuck E. Cheese, Tim? I have not. Which is the Chuck E. Cheese fantastic. in San Jose? Fantastic. Yes. 
I you can not- win mega tickets. It is so fun. You got to come play. <laughs> <laughs> Take the boys. Oh boy. <laughs> I'm leaving the kids at home. No, no, this is for me. <laughs> Number two. Uh, okay, so now on the other side, what is the worst Christmas present you've ever got? None of our family will ever listen to this, right? <laughs> no, it's safe. It's, it's a safe place. Has <laughs> this meat thermometer from last year? I haven't even unwrapped. Oh, that's right. Who gave you a meat thermometer? My brother-in-law. It's a very lovely meat thermometer. <laughs> and at the time, it, it wasn't even yeah, like... a thing. Yeah, it, we had one a long time ago. And yeah. we just, it's like just a digital one? It. Yeah, oh. it's very nice. Remote control, app to your phone. Wow. A meat wait, thermometer wait. so you can just put things on the grill <laughs> yeah. and just go do your stuff. And it'll tell you on your phone yeah. what the like temperature is. time. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm like, what does the remote do? You, do you drive it? Yeah. <laughs> nope. Further into the steak. Deeper. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. All right. He thought though, like, because you barbecue a lot. I don't. And you like technology. Yeah, that's it's perfect. True. It's the perfect gift for you. Yeah. <laughs> you, you look at Kristen trying right? to sell you on the gift that you just said was the worst. <laughs> I know. We should give it back. I just see where he's coming from. <laughs> we'll give it back in this Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he checks every time he's here to see if I open it. He probably does. I probably have hurt his feelings. All right. He's family now, so it's all right. Dave? Uh, This one year, there was this huge box under the Christmas tree that had my name on it. (laughs) So excited. I was like, I don't know what it is, but it's huge, so it's got to be awesome. Yeah, it's good. And I was, I think, 13-ish at the time, and couldn't wait to open it but they made me open it last it was a scroll saw what exactly (laughs) (laughs) i just talked my head like a confused dog like (laughs) it was a scroll saw so it's uh goes up on a stand on a table and it has just a little saw that goes up and down so you can cut fine woodworking type of things so if you want to make a little jewelry box or something you might use it uh were you into woodworking <laughs> no like some kind of reciprocating <laughs> I, wa- I wasn't until after that wow <laughs> but uh I, the irony is i just got one um because that one i long got rid of yeah uh but uh, got one for free recently nice. but yeah so it was it wasn't a bat it, like i just, just that was not what you expect that's not what a thirteen-year-old. Yeah, that yeah, that's thirteen-year-old not Dave good won. timing. <laughs> <laughs> it was about that's uh, twenty funny. years too soon. Yeah. Do you think there's a chance that you when you just picked up was possibly the first one you got when you were thirteen? No, I, like this... it's just been circulating in the neighborhood. <laughs> no, I know what happened to the old one, okay. uh, and uh, the new one was is much nicer. Okay. <laughs> Did you ever see that scene with the printer in Office Space? That's what happened to the old one. Not quite. Honorable mentions. What is your favorite version of the song Jingle Bells? Just for background, last year we did a a big thing all year voting on which was the best version of Jingle Bells. So now this has become a question I will ask everyone. I'm going to go with Chipmunks. Nice. I don't know that one. It's I, I imagine it's Jingle just, Bells <laughs> sung at a high speed. I imagine it's just three guys sped up to the 45 speed. That's funny. I think there's a Natalie Cole version. I'm going to take that one. I think you are right. Yes, that was one yeah. of the that was one of the contestants. I, don't, I can't remember if we put the chipmunks in it or not. So maybe the yeah. entire contest is invalid now. <laughs> Bing Crosby won in case you were uh, holding your breath. Oh, for that, that's a solid, so a solid choice. And the Andrew sisters. Go. I don't want to short them of credit. <laughs> They were all together on that one. one. Eggnog. Yum or yuck? Oh, yuck. Non-alcoholic eggnog I will drink, but it's basically like melted ice cream that you're yeah. drinking. <laughs> Why no booze? I think that makes it taste horrible. Well, you're just wrong. <laughs> Alcohol My, helps everything. This is what we know. like. Debate. Different opinions. <laughs> My girls out. love eggnog, too. Uh, Do they? It tastes like bubble gum to me. Like bubble gum, like milky, creamy yeah. yes! bubble gum. That's yeah. what it takes. I've never thought about it before. I'm yeah. like, what is wrong with this? It's not milk. Yeah. I, I opened the refrigerator this week, and there was a carton of pumpkin eggnog in our refrigerator. Interesting. No idea where it came from. I mean, I'm assuming my husband I'm went to the store you, at some point. I was going to say, let's guess Kurt. <laughs> let's count, it was your daughter. Kala, she's got a problem. <laughs> or like the eggnog fairy just dropped it off. Like. <laughs> You, I can see year. your dad actually just decided, God. oh, I bet you they'd like this and put it in your refrigerator. It's in there. Without even telling you he came in the house. It has little smiling pumpkins on it. Drink <laughs> me. Nice. <laughs> Welcome to our haunted mansion holiday. 
All right. Well, the real reason I've asked you guys here today is because uh, it's Halloween time as we were, well, it's not quite Halloween, but it's near Halloween as we were recording this. And so uh, uh, the Haunted Mansion in Disneyland has been taken over by Jack Skellington and his crew from The Nightmare Before Christmas. So I wanted to discuss with you guys thoughts, opinions, memories of the Haunted Mansion holiday. Yeah. Let's do this. Well, I was going to say I was going to rip off, totally rip off a bit from your show, and we could start off with a Mousestalgia Roundup uh, <laughs> about uh, a Chris Mousestalgia Roundup, if you will. Uh, our, um, <laughs> something you like, uh, something specific you like about the Haunted Mansion holiday. Hmm. And as always, we start with Dave. Nice. <laughs> uh, the gingerbread house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah, the, yes. Just the smell and everything. <laughs> Yeah. And the fact that it's different every year, so it's always like, oh, what's it going to look like this true. year? <laughs> That's a good one. It's very gimmicky, right? Oh, but, well, again, mm-hmm. a clever, like a good gimmick. Like it's yeah, the, yeah. the true definition of a gimmick, right? They, yep. they get you curious and talking about it. And um, I was reading it takes longer to make the gingerbread house every year than it does to switch over the house from regular Haunted Mansion to Haunted Mansion Holiday. Wow. That has to be true. Like it was like, it's like 18 days from closing it down to reopening it, but it's... Like, I want a, several more than one month to make the gingerbread house. Why don't they just make it out of cardboard and tell people it's gingerbread? You can't get close to it. Like, no one's going to know. That's well, not how Disney a, works. It's a gingerbread house. <laughs> really? Disney has never lied it's to us, Tim, real. is what you're saying? Uh, that is what I'm going to uh, <laughs> uh, pretend that I'm saying, yes. <laughs> but it's cle- it's because they are. that's something that they can do. Like, wh- whatever department is, yeah. you know, the chef that makes that house. Like, it's, like a, that's, it's a gingerbread like, house. Like, he has one job. Well, I don't know about that. It's but actually it's, several you know, people work on it. It's an, Probably yeah. for that month. <laughs> a lot of construction there. I could save them a lot of money and time if they hired me. <laughs> <laughs> Go down to Trader Joe's and fix them up a gingerbread house. Like, is that gingerbread or brown paper bags? I don't know. We're far away. Looks like gingerbread to me. That looks like one of those make-your-own-gingerbread-house kits I saw at Costco. <laughs> exactly. Like, are those gingerbread ninjas on there? <laughs> Give Kristen some craft paper and some Sharpies. Yeah. <laughs> 20 bucks. There's your gingerbread house. All right. All right, Jeff. All right. Um, wow. What is my memory of the Haunted Mansion holiday? I like how they used to have, like, the first couple of years, they tried to play in the queue. Like, they tried to bring the joy everywhere. So in mm-hmm. the queue, they had this whole separate soundtrack with all these Christmas carols. Mm-hmm. Yes. And they called them scarols. Those are good. See that coffin-like sleigh? See that sack full of toys? Let's sing out for Sandy Claus, good ghouls and boys. <laughs> And you could sing along. Well, you couldn't. I mean, I think the very first year they handed out papers with the lyrics on them. Mm -hmm. So you could sing along and they changed all the the words to, you know, suitably scary, jokey Mm -hmm. refrains. And I just thought that was cool, you know. And then every once in a while they'd have a time when everyone was supposed to scream. And that was just really kind of fun. They don't do that anymore. And it was fun part, back then. part of it was part, you know, the part where uh, where it's normally the ghost host you see hanging, but in in this version, like it, the lights go black and Jack Skellington's up there, mm-hmm. and th- they play that music cue. Like when you're in line, they would keep they would play that music cue that it goes like dun 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 dun, and then everybody was, they were like, and then you scream afterwards. We'll all practice, and yeah. they kept doing that in the line so that everybody would scream when it got to that part mm. of the ride, and then they yes. stopped doing it. But people you still very... continue to scream. Yeah, you have very vivid memories of this. That's 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 right. I mean, I kind of I knew Fake there was news. the scream part, but I forgot, <laughs> I forgot it was that exact cue. Like dun, 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 when know. they when they sold the Disney the Haunted Mansion ha- uh, holiday soundtrack, all those carols were on it. Yes, when it when it was just a standalone thing. I don't know if they still sell it or not. No, no, I think they they I think they sold that for like a year, and um, then something happened. <laughs> they just changed There's, their mind. Yeah, I have some, it somewhere. Yeah, I have it too. There's something about that soundtrack that happened. I don't know. <laughs> there's a there's a lot of rumors about you know that that whole soundtrack situation and Danny Elfman and uh, you know I don't know him not being a happy camper. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But I don't know. But he likes Hong Kong, so everything's okay now. <laughs> they, yeah. They just fixed it with Hong they, Kong. They, 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 it all got soothed over. He wiped his tears away with his hundred dollar bill. But Gordon Goodwin did that. Uh, but Gordon Goodwin did that original score, and a lot of people, myself included, really loved the first year's score for Haunted Mansion Holiday. And mm. 
it's um, less kind of orchestral, whimsical, and much more, I think, much more like a strong, brassy soundtrack. Mm. And I like I like a lot. They use a little bit of that same refrain, you know, the dun dun dun, dun and they use that mm. stretch room part is all Gordon Goodwin, but the rest of it is stuff that um, Danny Elfman put together. Mm. So, yeah. Well, no, they use still some more. I think in the attic they still use Gordon Goodwin's. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I, I I thought I remember like it was none of Danny Elfman's stuff the first year, and then uh, I guess once Danny Elfman and Tim Burton actually saw it in action, they liked it and they wanted their stuff in it, and then yeah. people were like, "Wait, I missed the original soundtrack," and so then they started blending the two together. That's that's what I read in this book that uh, the unauthorized story of Walt story Disney's of haunted, haunted Mansion. Haunted. It was in the appendix. <laughs> yeah, it's a good book by yeah. a Jeff Baham. Yeah, that's Bahama. That's, good, that's a good book. It's a good book. You should pick it up. I've heard good things about that. Book. I, seriously, I wish you could see Jeff's face. It's like when he was talking about that. It's like you could almost see the card catalog in his brain, like flip, 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 flip. Like he was looking through the cards. <laughs> trying like, to find where the is one. that? Like you could see it, right, Becky? Yeah. Like it was super card trying to, catalog trying moment. To, trying to find the stuff about Gordon Goodwin yeah. and Danny Elfman. Where is that card? I just saw you. Like luckily, Tim, really Tim, Tim, luckily Tim has the book open in front of him, so I don't have to, I don't have yeah. to worry about that card catalog. Well, actually, I've just been I've been reading it in the past couple of days to prep for, the, and also DoomBuggies.com. Yeah. They, have, a, they have an extended page on this for they any do. any any uh, details we live out. Well, you'll That's find right. the link in the show notes to, to that page. Excellent. But before How we get to that, before we go clicking on links, let's hear Kristen's favorite part of the, the Honda Mansion yeah. holiday. And you know, I don't. I like. I really like when you come out of the attic and they have those big pumpkin angels playing the trumpets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. They look good. First of all, like somehow when I see them, I just think like, yeah, you could be real. <laughs> and then. <laughs> That's I don't the know, like, out of all of the gonna... characters, I feel like, yeah, this could happen. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then I like that there's, like, because you always think about, you. it's always the angels playing the trumpet, right? Like, do-do-do-do, Christ mm-hmm. is born. But, uh-oh, these pumpkins are in the graveyard. This isn't the celebration anymore. Like, I just, I don't know, I think it just works. <laughs> all right. <laughs> That's it. Becky? <laughs> I really oddly like the name list coming out of the snake's mouth. I just find it interesting. Is your name on there? No, it's not. I have a Kristen with an I in. I'm like, it's close enough. Oh, good. Those are all people that worked on the ride. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, For a while, my name was on there twice. They had a Tim and then they had a Timmy B, obviously in reference to Tim Burton. I was like, look at that. That that would specifically be, let's say. (laughs) That's awesome. And you work at Pixar. You're all over the place. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) This year, Javier Soto got on there. Is he? Yeah. Because uh, a lot of the employees from, um, you know, what's his name's shop? Why am I? Garner <laughs> Holt. Garner like, Holt. Yeah. <laughs> catalog. A, lot, a lot of them are starting to get their names. Yeah. I didn't know they changed the names every year. They yeah. don't change them every year, I don't think. But you know, they probably add to it. They add. They plus it. Becky, maybe you're on. Maybe there's a Becky this year. Maybe I'll find out. <laughs> and just to put a bow on this segment, my favorite part is the Jack Skellington animatronic. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that's good. Because that was the part. I mean, it, w- it was all very impressive. But I remember the first yeah. time I saw it, and like we rounded that corner, I'm like, they actually added yeah. that animal. Like that's a thing, and it's moving and talking. Yeah, and his yeah. legs are so thin. How is he standing up? It's like Dolly Parton. How does it happen? <laughs> it's, it's just like the re- <laughs> like Can I Dolly on your show? Parton. I think, I think like her can. legs are so tiny, but there's just so much to hold up. <laughs> it defies gravity. <laughs> <laughs> it's Disney magic. She is defying gravity. Yeah. Well, you know, it's real. It's That's how Jack yeah, looks in the movie. it's really good. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, like, the, the the small world overlay is basically just, you know, like, things, like, they just change, they don't really add things that, like, animatronics, but that was yeah. what I was like, they are serious about this overlay. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, Grave diggers out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take a hike, prototype, Don Knotts, you're out of here. <laughs> so, uh... Now I thought we would move on to talking. Like we've we've touched on a lot of things, and just as I thought we would in in the um, in the roundup. But just like sort of like how how the haunted mansion holiday came to be. Did any of you know why that happened? How it happened? What was going to happen? And what happened instead? Any yeah. cool behind the scenes stories that we're all anybody... just looking at Jeff? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know we've talked about it, but yeah. it's been a while. This is well, when we all take a bathroom break except for Jeff. I know. I mean, I'll I'll refresh your. Like you open the wine. Re- I'll refresh your memories. All right. Okay. So Disneyland had so Small World Holiday was quite successful, right? Quite successful, and it's there's this weird thing that I don't even understand. You know, Disney hasn't published their official, 
you know, treatise on why Imagineering isn't really creating all the attractions in the park, right? So that's that's something that just is out there. Disneyland, um, Stephen Davison, who is an Imagineer now, but wasn't at the time. He was working for Disneyland and not entertainment, but, you know, I, I don't even actually know how they divide these things up. But he was working there and kind of took on this small world project. And uh, to the best of my recollection, all of this is to the best of my recollection. I'm okay. not, I, I have to let me put a small I'll correct you if you're wrong, a small disclaimer that I'm, you know, a little bit more authoritative about the history of the Honig match and then the holiday. It's newer and fresher. And I'm not, you know, but anyway, so no, this I, is going to stand up in court. If you're wrong, you're going to be <laughs> in prison. Yeah, it's, yeah I, I, I imagine so. so Disney well, jail. It's the Internet. It's once it's on the Internet, it's there forever, no matter what. So. <laughs> but so Steve, so he did. So, so Small World was very successful. Right. So what else can we do in the parks? Like, let's capitalize on this idea, which I got to say, I 100,000 million percent support. Like, let's not just take out rides and put in new ones, but let's overlay things. Yeah. In the ride, so that you know it's a new kind of cool experience, but then it's back to normal. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm supportive of that because it's non-destructive. So Good to speak. stewardship. So, um, so yeah, and I think Tony Baxter might have been part of this story. Maybe not, or maybe it was Steve Davison. But the but the idea was, well, what's a great Christmas story that's spooky? Mm-hmm. Well, that's obviously a Christmas Carol, right? Because there's ghosts mm-hmm. and you Scrooge, and that can be, you know, most most versions of a Christmas Carol are fairly grim and dark, right? That could be a good overlay for the Haunted Mansion. And I think they got a good, a good little ways into kind of trying to decide how could that work and what would it look like. And, um, not, not too long into that, they, you know, stumbled across the idea that, Hey, we have some intellectual property here in Mm -hmm. a Christmas Halloween mashup story already in the nightmare before Christmas. So, um, I think, yeah, generally speaking, that's my understanding of kind of the genesis, you know, just kind of following the trail of what are we going to do for this? You know, overlays are a great idea. What can we do? And I think they also weren't, you know, part of it was how much is it going to cost to do this? You know, because mm-hmm. I you know, Imagineering Disneyland and Steve Davison had these grand ideas, right? And Imagineers said, well, sure, if you want to spend, you know, X amount of dollars mm-hmm. and Disneyland didn't at the time or I don't even know how it would go now, but there was an X amount of dollars to do this overlay. You know, Small World is mostly redressing the sets, right? Mm -hmm. Right. This was significantly different. And that's why they called Garner Holt and said, you know, do you want to bid on this? And Garner Holt, who, you know, grew up dreaming of the day he could do something like this. Like this was his (laughs) pretty much the, you know, his life was coming to this one point where I actually can recreate things and make an audio animatronic for the Haunted Mansion. That's so awesome. he, he jumped at it and said, well, I can do it for this much money. Yeah. Whether or not that was a realistic amount of money He's or like, just like, you. yeah, or <laughs> I, I don't know. Like if you hear him tell the story, he kind of sounds like, you know, money wasn't yeah. what was going to make this determination. But, you know, I'm sure it had something to do with it. So, yeah, so they gave him the gig and I think they had a, a pretty strong confidence in that he could come mm-hmm. through with it. I don't know that they knew exactly how yeah. that was going to come together, but it was Disneyland Entertainment. It wasn't Imagineering. And I do believe there was a little bit of, you know, um, I don't want to say consternation, but mm-hmm. just, you know, what does this mean and how's this going to go? Were feathers ruffled? Well, I, I don't, I, so that's, so, okay, here's where I officially have no idea, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm presuming so, you yeah. know just based on the situation, right? So, yeah. and also I know from the other end, from the marketing end, Tim Burton was not on board with this. Mm-hmm. Like, he, right. I don't think he ever was 100% happy that he sold his character yeah. to Dis- I mean, he didn't sell his character to Disneyland. Like, he knew what he was making a Disney film, right? Yeah. But, you know, it's one thing to know it and another thing to make this film and then realize this character suddenly, for a film that didn't really yeah. do very well, Suddenly is this cult classic character and Disney's going to just make him into these cartoony t-shirts that mm-hmm. are not like Tim Burton has a very singular vision. You see his films and everything and you see his drawings. And I remember his big exhibit at LACMA. Like he's got this very specific mm. perspective. Right. And Jack Skellington is no longer in that box yeah. at all. Like there's cartoon versions of him, there's plush yeah. versions of him, there's cute versions of him, there's, you know, and so, and that was happening already in 2001. So Tim Burton was not 100% stoked about 
Power Imagine mm-hmm. Holiday. And so, you know, there was artwork being designed and, and Disneyland didn't quite know how to handle that. So the merchant, mm-hmm. so there was the entertainment doing this overlay, mm-hmm. right? And then I think that's why, well, we're not going to use the music because Tim Burton is not in support of this. Mm-hmm. And then on the other hand, there was um, also people making paintings and artwork based on mm-hmm. Tim Burton's characters, right? Which Disneyland every right to do. But there was one instance where um someone that just kind of a go go for it disneyland was kind of took the initiative to start sending stuff to tim burton to like either get his approval or show i mean he didn't mm-hmm. have to give his approval but they i think this person thought well we should a professional courtesy. we should get yeah get his you know okay yeah. and tim burton was not going to give his okay to any of this stuff yeah. <laughs> so that was a whole pro that was another whole thing going on like oh this is our main i think it was one of their main art pieces they were going to use in support of the release mm. of Haunted Mansion Holiday either the first or second year and they or the first year I think and they couldn't use it suddenly because Tim Burton was you know you can't have yeah. something where Tim Burton is publicly saying like ah, you know. yeah so there was a lot going on that first year that wasn't necessarily and that's why we have Gordon Goodwin's amazing I think score yeah which is this great mashup of Christmas carols that are in the public domain with some grim grinning ghosts he comes from a jazz brass band kind of, you know, big band kind of a background, although he's done a lot of composing. But, like, you know, that's his default. So you have that in the graveyard, and you had a lot of that in various places, this great, yeah. like, jazzy brass band sound. And, um, they I think, should so release that's, both versions of the, the score for people to, you know, like, on CD. They should, like, or have them both on the same CD so you could be, like, the premiere edition and the current edition. Yeah. Yeah. I think, did we talk to Gordon Goodwin on Mousetalgia? I don't remember I don't if we did. So. We but should, I've, though, I've, get him. Well, I don't know if he'll talk about this on the record or not. I've spoken with him, and he's, like, you know, feels a little bit like, well, that doesn't exist anymore. This, yeah. As far as Dizzy's concerned, his score never existed, yeah. <laughs> you know, and there's a lot of people that really love it. Right. Yeah. yeah. But they're never, so, but just to go to what you said, yeah, that would be great, but they're never going to really set on um, anything. Keep dreaming. Tim. Like they can't, we'll do. Know, ha- let's remember that moment yeah. where Danny Elfman wouldn't let us use his music. So we, <laughs> something else. So we hired this other and guy. And then people liked it better. Like they're yeah. not going to, yeah, that's not going to happen. But uh, yeah, so I, I mean, I know that was a really wandering tale, but I think that's generally where, you know, what, what was going on when they came up with this idea mm-hmm. and um it was a you know and then it you know 9-11 happened a month before they were gonna yes. or less before they were gonna open so the first year so they didn't know you know are people even gonna what's gonna happen here you know are people gonna be interested or is it even anything and i remember uh talking to a couple of imagineers who were kind of involved with it and you know on the opening day they kind of went out just to see what was going on and just there were huge mm. lines like it was even though it was a weird time for mm. people to be out in public it was less than a month after 9-11 I think I, I don't remember exactly but um, yeah it was a huge runaway success from the very get go so yeah yeah that was a really good synopsis nice job card catalog <laughs> You should write a book. I think that was 94% accurate. This is why you asked Nostalgia on a show. You know you're going to get the good stuff. This is nice you said Nostalgia when you really just needed Jeff. Jeff. Thanks for including us. (laughs) (laughs) We just ride Jeff's coattails. No, that's not accurate. Inaccurate. (laughs) Giddy up. (laughs) Because we're riding the coattails. All right. I I gotcha. (laughs) Must I explain my humor to you? Must I? I do remember reading some interview, and I don't know if it was the first year, it probably wasn't, where Tim Burton had said how amazing it was. And I'm sure this was like spin once he was on board. With like, oh, oh, I'm sure that was the first year. Like, what's he going to say, right? Because <laughs> it's his his character, you know. Mm-hmm. So he and, and I'm. This is uh, again. Here I am talking. This is all like my kind of impression from hearing this from that person and this from that person and this from that person. Kind of put it all together. But of course, you know, it's his characters. He's not going to come out yeah. and say like, you know, this that, is the worst. Is the, but um, so and I don't remember like they had testimonials tim or readings of tim burton's i think the book i don't remember see the years all kind of blend together the different promotions because before long they introduced doogie boogie and so that wasn't the first year and then another i think a year or two into it they did this big promotion where the the hitchhiking ghosts the real the hitchhiking ghosts went out to different cemeteries and busy busy boulevards in Hollywood mm-hmm. and they would just like stand on the street corner saying that. like we got kicked out of the Haunted Mansion <laughs> come see Sorry. the Haunted Mansion holiday and so you know those years I, I get confused about which was what was when you know but things happened 
that seems like a great promotional idea unless you are headed to that cemetery for a funeral. <laughs> right, that would be sad. You're like, you okay. know what, Disney? Now is not the time. <laughs> I th- I'm thinking it was, maybe it wasn't, I think it was the two forest lawns, which are kind of tourist attractions. Oh, so okay. I think they yeah. probably tried to tastefully stay out, you know, on the manger. Like they didn't go to Walt's little section. No, they weren't <laughs> like walking you're, around inside just, there. You're yeah. in the middle of the, like, and we will miss Grandma because... <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 hey! Keep it down over there! I think you did bring up a good thing, though. They used to add, or every year they kind of add a little something right. to the whole attraction. That's like part of the, the gimmick. That is part of the gimmick. So, and there, you know, there's all these weird little things, right? The the monkey bride, I guess yeah. they have a little, because there was a toy monkey, right? With the symbols. With the symbols. And now they dress the monkey up as a bride and hide it somewhere yeah. in the attic. Usually. And also as Oogie so, Boogie, too, right? Yeah. Well, I th- it's what? I mean, I don't. I, I think I, I remember seeing an Oogie Boogie uh, monkey symbol thing. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. And I Before guess, he, yeah, that's right. That's well, because right. like the first year, I guess they ran out of money when it came to the attic, so they just threw a bunch of monkey symbol things up there, like that they just bought. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like they're creepy. We whatever. We win. We're done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and some cardboard boxes. Yeah, like so the toy then, factory. Right? Yeah. I guess in the, once they had a little more scratch to spend the next year, they took those out and replaced them with actual things. And the, But they always wanted to pay tribute by putting a bride yeah. monkey. I mean, yeah, a bride monkey and a oogie boogie monkey. That's but when they yeah. added oogie boogie, I remember that year, they hit a bunch of oogie boogie, like put a bunch of different oogie boogies all around the haunted the inside yeah. of the thing yeah. and they gave you a little map to try and uh, yeah. to mark off each mm-hmm. one of them you saw. And I went on that ride again and again until I found them all. Wow, that's really good. And I was like, it was. I was. I remember it was long enough ago that I was hopelessly single, and I was there with a friend of mine, and and she, <laughs> and and for some reason she was okay with it. She's like, yeah, let's go again. I guess whatever we're yeah. doing. Surprising, you were single when you did that. I know it's Surprising. amazing. <laughs> Isn't it crazy that it's sixteen years they've been doing this? That, that is insane. Yeah. I felt like they were just opening. The, oh, jeez. Yeah, like it feels like very like. Oh, this is a new thing. No, yeah. entire yeah. high schoolers have been born. <laughs> yeah. Oh, just <laughs> don't even say that. Yeah. Sound old, <laughs> but it's yeah, yeah. It's crazy. I went on that ride before I actually saw the movie. Wow. I know because I remember I hadn't been on it, and Jeff was like, "Yeah, it's all about scary Teddy." Or somehow I heard you yeah. saying it's all about scary Teddy, and then like that thing's barely in there. Yeah, I'm not sure what you're talking about but scary teddy's in there yeah but i i just somehow from you felt like you were saying like it's all about scary teddy this guy's scary teddy and then i just never really saw i feel him. like the phrase scary teddy really stuck it with you stick with me it yeah. resonated yeah <laughs> <laughs> and you were looking for that scary teddy and then i watched the movie afterwards i'm like yeah he's barely in it no he's in it a few times he's on the coffin and i think he's in madame leota and he's in the tree yeah, he's barely in the movie he's, he's got like one scene right oh you mean in the movie yeah, yeah he's just a present yeah. Yeah, Scary Teddy is they they use him to replace the Raven with the red eyes, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 You'd know this ride. That's why you have the show. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> uh speaking of things that they added, are there any things that they've added that's like your favorite things that they've added? Well, Sally, right? I've been waiting for oh, Sally she's good. since they opened the thing. That's pretty awesome. There's a full life size Sally in the Tokyo version of Haunted Mansion Holiday. When are we gonna get there? But Wait. I know. Are, is ours so, not life size? Well, she is, but she's kind of kneeling behind a tombstone. Yeah. But there's one that you can see her standing in. I think it's in the. I think she's decorating a tree or something. I don't mm. remember exactly, but she's you know f- more out there. Um, you can see her dress and everything. The one our Sally is. I guess she is fully there kneeling behind the tombstone. Yeah. But I don't know that there's she's any tall, angle. Uh, she's not kneeling because her foot is kicking up in the back. Oh, that's right. She's kind of just kind of leaning on it. Or yeah. Something. So I don't know. If she, I, I thought yeah. you were going to say that she was like forced perspective smaller than an actual person, which probably she is. I just I thought yeah. that's what you meant by not full size. Oh, yeah. No, I just meant they're both a full size. I, I just she's meant not standing there's up. one standing up and like leaning, articul- yeah, reaching. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, but that's okay. Um, but we got Sally, right? Yeah. So that's we cool. got her. Yeah. She's got. <laughs> She's got. <laughs> she won't run away like she did from the professor. No. Nothing? All right. I thought that was a super <laughs> clever reference to the movie. Swing and a miss. <laughs> we're with you. We were pausing for for the uh, applause. Clap. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've, made, yeah. I've made that mistake many times on stage. Sometimes it never comes and you just got to steamroll in. That's, what, that's when you just laugh at your own jokes. That's what I do. <laughs> oh, Tim. Thanks, Tim. Anybody else have any favorite additions? <laughs> I can't say I know it well enough. Yeah, I yeah. I mean, I just know that I think that first where you get on the Doom Buggy, isn't the, don't they add like a present with something yes. every year? 
It's different this year. Oh, is it? Oh, well, oh, I don't know if it's this year. See, like I said, I I'm that's sorry. Where they definitely I, add something every year. There. I sometimes get I confused about the changes from year to year. Well, um, I was watching some making a video, and they said that like all those things there, like every week a different one of them opens, so it's like an advent calendar. Yeah. Mm, so you have fun. to go all 13 oh. weeks to see it. Oh, well, I guess you could just go the 13th week, and they're all yeah. open. But. <laughs> that's true. That's a good strategy. <laughs> that's a cool. I that's just a cool like going every week. That's a good one. Yeah. That would that if I had the means yeah. and time and lack of children, I would totally yeah. do that. Ironically, <laughs> so would I would go if to Disneyland more if I didn't have children. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't we yeah. all? Yeah, it's so much more enjoyable <laughs> at this point. <laughs> well, and yeah. I, I feel like I feel like the other three nostalgites. We we've been shunning them. Do you guys have any thoughts to close this out? <laughs> no, I think we're good. Kristen's all we're good. Well, I, mean, I don't know. We're just used to being quiet when we talk about the haunted mansion. Do not pull down on the safety bar. I will get out of the thing by myself. Well, no. did, did you? Um, so you just have been on Phantom Manor, right? So oh, yeah. I think it's I think it's neat um, that they use the music box, right? So you you yeah. the music now. Where is the the bride's music box of Phantom Manor? Is that also in the queue? Is it outside? Wait, Phantom Manor or Mystic Manor? Phantom Manor. So you went on the Phantom Manor last summer. That's in Paris. Yeah. Yeah. So you know the tingly yeah. music box. Where is that I in don't Phantom know. Manor? Is it outside? I, I think it's out in the queue Becky somewhere. Becky and Dave? I don't know. I have no idea. Okay. I, I don't remember I don't specifically. Well, they use it still in the queue now for, for Haunted Mansion Hall. That you can hear it when, as soon as yeah. you walk up to the Haunted Mansion, right? You hear that tingle, 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 tingle yeah. little music box. Yeah, yeah. Which is clever, right? Because I think it's almost better as a Christmassy music box mm-hmm. than it is as the bride's whatever it is in the Phantom Manor. Both are very effective, right? Yeah. I've just seen so many haunted mansions at this point. Like, you know, Hong Kong, Paris. Man, I'm hip deep in haunted mansions. First world World. problems. They just all blur together. You've been haunted out this year? Yeah, I just, my hauntedness is too much uh, Disney parks travel. (laughs) It's a rough life. Yeah. That's fine. Oh, I remember one more thing I wanted to say about it. Something I heard on your guys' show. I can't remember when. This was early, early days, probably the first or second year. That when they redid Madame Leota, they actually got the daughter of the original person whose face is in that ball because yeah. her face fits the face mask of her mom and they didn't have to change it. Well, yeah. I know this one, Kim Irvine. And that's pretty, he pretty much spelled out the whole yeah, story there. Yes. It. So, so uh, Well, um, it's good to invite people on and then tell their stories for them. <laughs> <laughs> well, Lita, Leota Toombs was an Imagineer, right? And they, back in the, when they were doing the Haunted Mansion, they just used studio people, mm, you know, the, yeah. so... Thorough Ravenscroft and some singers that they just studio singers they got them they took volunteers and said who's willing to sit in this chair for yeah. three hours and sing and be taped down right same similar thing happened with Eleanor Audley she was an Imagineer working mm-hmm. as a I think in the either in the model department maybe I don't remember but she they said hey you know will you she had strong cheekbones I think yeah. they like that you know those sharp yeah. cheekbones so they said will you sit here and it reads she, well she said yeah I'll do that and then she has all her stories about being Madame Leota where you know, people would ask her. She kind of got a little notoriety for being yeah. Madame Leota, right? And so, so she's Madame Leota, and so they needed someone that could kind of look like her, but they needed to redo it because the spiel they had for the new Haunted Mansion Holiday just couldn't lip sync with. Yeah, it's just too different, right? So Kim Irvine, fortunately, looks like her mother. She does her a bone lot. structure is very similar, so she mm-hmm. had those sharp cheekbones. I think the cool part of that story is that they leave it. Now it's, um, it's. Kim Irvine's head in there, not mm. not Leota Toombs anymore. The, um, you know, the they made a new head to put in the mm. ball. Oh, they made and, a new head. I thought the whole yeah. reason they got the daughter was because that way they did, they saved money on a head. No, I think they just she looked like her, mm. right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. Oh, wait, wait. Let me think for a second. Because she looked like her, and so they they that's why they used her because they want the same because they want the same. Yeah. You know, but she um. But but what happened now is that they can project Eleanor Audley's no not Eleanor Audley Leota Toombs Eleanor Audley's the voice yeah the voice but they could project Leota Toombs face on the head in there but it matches Kim Irvine's structure so they don't yeah. have to change it anymore so now they both are Madame Leota like oh, Kim Irvine well, that's is cool. the the, he- the head but but her mother is the projected face right. Does that make right. sense? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. Hard. So, like it's, during the regular year, it's her, it's the daughter's face with the mother's projection. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I also That's like it. that she says the, the like she's doing a countdown of the thirteen days of Christmas, 
And the third day is three lifelines because who wants to make a, be a millionaire was popular back then. And now it makes no sense. <laughs> I had no idea. I didn't. I didn't know that either. It's like when I mean, Goldberg should have told that joke. Oh. <laughs> what? What? Oh, you just, it, she's having golden dreams over there. <laughs> oh. Kristen. That's really time sensitive. <laughs> it is time sensitive. I, I guess they thought that was going to be like the price is right and it was going to go on forever. <laughs> Wait a minute. Where did you hear this three lifelines thing? Oh, I, I don't. I mean, I don't know that that's specifically what it is. But like, it's like uh, the, as she's counting down, she's like eight balls of knowledge, and then like yeah. seven. Bl- and then she goes three lifelines. I was like, who said? Why is that a haunted thing? <laughs> I guess that was a Disney property. Yeah, that was because two thousand one was also the yeah. year yep. um, Skitty Me Bunky opened. Uh, California Adventure. Yeah, yeah. I and love Skitty Me Bunky. They had a California uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire game over there. Yeah. They were, we got to get were, to the bottom of this. Next time we meet an Imagineer who worked on it, we're asking that question for you, Tim. <laughs> yeah, please do. Like, is that yeah. a reference to who wants to be a millionaire? And they will hang their head and go. I know. They're going to say no. What? <laughs> sure enough, I just looked up on doombuggies.com uh, where number three, it says lifelines, yeah. extending help to those in need. Yeah. It does sound like a reference to the. Uh, it does. To the uh, America. Mm. Uh, you might have been the first person millionaire. ever to connect those dots, Tim. Yeah, I, whether that's true or not, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess they will never admit to something like that. <laughs> oh, sure, not now. If the show had been a success, they'd be like, "Did you catch that clever Easter egg we put in the haunted mansion?" But like now that no one cares anymore, they're like, "I don't know what you're talking about." Who wants to but be now? A one Jeff can add another chapter to his book about it. Did you know? Did you Third know? Third edition. <laughs> Well, I, I think that's a good place to end our mansion talk for today, but we're not quite done with you guys yet. We have been dedicating 2017 to getting a definitive answer to one of Christmas's most debated questions, and I think we could use your help. So, Nostalgia, won't you help us answer the question, Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? It's Christmas Eve in L.A. Welcome to the party, pal! Die Hard, a Christmas movie. The voting starts one month from today, so we've got to get your takes on this in time to influence the voters. So, are you guys yippee ki yay or yippee ki nay? That's good. That is really good. Yippee ki yay. That's clearly. I think I even isn't this wasn't this my first favorite Christmas movie? Yeah, that is. You listed that as your favorite Christmas movie when you were on last time. Oh, I'm a I'm a yippee ki yay. I haven't seen it, so I can't judge. What? But I know my husband would say yes. So yes for our household. You I haven't mean, it begins with this Christmas scene, doesn't the whole thing? I don't really like Bruce Willis's head. It's weird. What? Is, what? It's, okay. He has hair I in that like one. I don't like his head. That was back when he had hair. No, it has nothing to do with his hair. He oh, just okay. Did you head. like Moonlighting? I didn't see that either. Okay. It's because Bruce Willis is in it. I don't like Bruce Willis. Okay. Have you seen The Sixth Sense? Yeah. I don't like Bruce Willis. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to get to the bottom Becky, of this. I haven't seen any of them either. See, uh-huh. uh, ladies are like, we don't know. I yeah, mean, I, sorry. I mean, to be fair, not really a chick flick, but I mean, it's no Alf It's Christmas Die special. Hard. You guys <laughs> got to watch Die Hard. It's awesome. I have it. I will bring it's it over. Awesome. Oh, we have it too. Yeah, let's like, invite Kurt Rab has over. it probably on Laserdisc. <laughs> I have it on VHS. Are we going to have a Die Hard viewing party? I have it on DVD, and I think Blu-ray. Yikes. <laughs> How many ways can you not watch this movie? Exactly. <laughs> Let me count the ways. <laughs> Anybody with beta, please write in. <laughs> Anybody have right, a well, laser disc? All right. So, but Dave, did you give your opinion? Is it or is not? Yay. Oh, he's a yay. yay. Okay. Yippee-ki-yay. It seems to be men. Men say yippee ki yay. Women say yippee ki. Haven't seen it. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yippee ki. Better have things to do with my life and watch Die Hard, which I think translates to a nay. It might as well. Right, yeah. All right. Well, the listeners are going to have to vote next month. So uh, if. <laughs> You base your opinion on what Nostalgia has to say. That that is what they have to say. Yeah, fifty percent. Fifty percent endorsement. <laughs> it's not bad. It's not bad. We've it's, had worse. It's fitty. Well, thank you guys so much for uh, coming on the show today. Yeah, this has been a thanks for totally having fun. us. Yes, always yes, fun to be on. You. Yeah, we love your show, the Christmas show. Yes. Now, uh, is there anything you guys would like to plug before you go? Any upcoming Nostalgia events or just general Nostalgia goodness? Just listen to us. Nostalgia. <laughs> after you, yeah, after you yeah. listen to uh, to this show, which is exceptional, yeah, um, check out our show once in a while. Nostalgia. Yeah, like nostalgia but with a mouse. That's right. That's like, that's not our tagline. But it's not. But that's how people can find it. It's on iTunes, uh, yeah. Google Stitcher. Play, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Player FM. We pretty much dominate the podcast world and the internet. <laughs> not SoundCloud though. 
Don't go no, there. No, we're not. Yeah. We're not well, because they're going out of business. Yeah. Anyway, so don't Ooh, worry about that. We shut them down for not being <laughs> on Take it. that. As goes nostalgia, so goes the nation. Goodbye, And we Sam don't do Cloud. YouTube yet either, and probably never will. Yeah. That's not a podcast medium no. yeah no. so just don't yeah don't, don't buy the hype yeah. yeah if you want to be safe you just go to nostalgia.com where you can hear yeah, the show the find way. links to subscribe and read their blogs you can follow them at twitter.com slash nostalgia facebook.com slash nostalgia pinterest.com slash nostalgia oh you guys are fancy with a pinterest page but are you still on myspace yeah <laughs> we are but uh, i'd love to go check that out <laughs> i wouldn't so say sad. we're on it's it just a, it's just a sad little ghost town there's now. a presence yeah, yeah. There is. It's pretty funny. sure Justin Timberlake's just hanging out over there. <laughs> just, just crying. <laughs> Why did I spend money on this? <laughs> I was so sure. I had faith, Justin. <sighs> He's like, I'm the double down bye, on my bye, friendster. Bye. <laughs> yeah. really sure. Yeah. Bye, bye, bye. <laughs> T always gets the last laugh. <laughs> That's Dave's tagline. <laughs> always gets the last laugh. It's all good. Thank you, Tim Bab. Thank you guys so much for being on the show. Uh, you're always welcome back anytime. And that's going to do it for today's show. Went a little long this week, but I had to include all that nostalgia goodness. One piece of business before we wrap up. Got to announce the winner of last week's Who's Hang It Best. We don't have time for the whole segment, but can I get that little bell? Thank you. Looks like you voted that Martina McBride had the superior version of Silver Bells over Sarah McLaughlin. So, congratulations to Martina for being the winner. And speaking of winners, if you want to be a winner, be sure and tweet or Facebook a link to your favorite episode of the podcast and make sure you either tag the Can't Wait for Christmas Facebook page or mention at ChristmasPod on Twitter with the hashtag Can't Wait for Christmas. And you could win that personalized ornament or a tin of Can't Wait for Christmas hot cocoa. You can find all the details in the show notes of this episode at Can'tWaitForChristmasPod.com. You'll also find more details about my shows in the first week of November and a link to our friends at the Nostalgia Podcast, where not only can you listen to their show, you can also find out how to join Nostalgia Plus and get exclusive content, including a lightning round interview with yours truly. Okay, thank you so much for listening. I hope you'll join us again next month. And in the meantime, keep laughing all the way. And that was Christmas 1983. Actually, Dad, it's 2017. Oh. Oh, oh. Thank you for listening to the Can't Wait for Christmas podcast. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to us on iTunes, or we're available on Stitcher and Google Play as well. If you'd like to leave a comment on this or any episode, go to our official website at can'twaitforchristmaspod.com. While you're there, you'll find a link to our official Zazzle store, where you can grab customizable t-shirts, ornaments, bumper stickers, and all sorts of other Christmas merchandise all year long. You can also connect with us on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash can'twaitforchristmaspod. Or on Twitter, we are at ChristmasPod. Or you could always send us an email directly at Christmas at TanCast.com. The Can't Wait for Christmas podcast is part of the TanCast podcast network. We Wish You a Merry Christmas was performed by the United States Marine Corps Band. And this amazing version of Jingle Bells on the Accordion was performed by the wonderful and talented Kristen Nowicki. All other music and sounds used in this episode are the properties of their individual copyright holders and no infringement is intended. Okay, boys, did I forget anything? God bless us, everyone. Okay, Okay. we're all yours. All right. (laughs) Um, So I'll just, uh, I will fumble through an intro that I'm sure I will re-record later to make it (laughs) less fumbly. (laughs) Oh, wait, I actually, I think I'm going to do like a rhyming intro like uh, like the the ghost host does in the Haunted Mansion. Oh, I like it. Oh, yeah, that's really good. Sweet. This is going to be a great show. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't get that far ahead of it. <laughs> it's still Tim Bab behind the mic. <laughs> We're excited. Yeah. Right, let's do it. Anyway, Diggers out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take a hike, prototype Don Knotts. You're out of here. <laughs> that is Don's brother, isn't it? I think they were going to tap him to play that character in the movie, and then that didn't so pan too. out. Yeah. yeah. They should have Bob Gurr do it. The ghost of Mr. Chicken. Now he is the ghost. And we're is, the, the is he Chicken. dead? Oh, yeah. Aww. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> you sound so excited about that. <laughs> I, I know. I don't want to. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I the Apple that. Dumpling Gang is written for the last time. I mean, it, it's been a while, Chris. Has it been a while? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I feel like he was, he was not young 
even yeah. when he was doing He was this never young, right? <laughs> I know. When I was 40 years ago, when I was a wee yeah. little lad, I feel like he was already an old man. Yeah, uh, like that on, can't be right. But On Three's Company, like he did not seem like a young, a young guy. Yeah. Right. That was years yeah. ago. Mr. Roper. Even Andy Griffith's show, like... He was old then, too, and it was black and white. <laughs> it's it's, it's the just, black and white added 50, you know, 50 years. Wait, yeah. he was furly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, not Mr. Roper. Roper did was, I say Roper? It, no, I said no. Roper. Oh, okay. No, Roper was that other guy. Yeah, he was not. Al, Al, he was creepy. What's his name? Anyway. <laughs> he, we are way off. T- so, what? Sorry, Tim. <laughs> not the Christmas podcast. We stay laser focused. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. I hope I didn't. I, I ate up a little more of your time than I thought I would. Sorry about that. No, it's our fault because Dave kept going off on tangents. So it's yeah. cool. Why are you playing tangents all the time? <laughs> Thank you, See though. the abuse that I take? <laughs> yeah. I just realized no, cool. I made Dave go first in the roundup because Dave usually starts it off he, with the intro. Yeah. And then Jeff usually goes first. So we I know, messed that we up. We know what you're doing. Yeah, okay. It's, it's fine. okay. We mix he, it up all the time. He finally got this, the respect you didn't he hear deserves. me complaining. Yeah. <laughs> We like Dave to feel yeah. critical like he really is. Well, now listeners will be like, he doesn't really listen to nostalgia. He doesn't know what's up. <laughs> He's a poser. <laughs> All, All right. right. <laughs> we did it. I'm like, did we kill Tim Bab? He's just gone. Oh, could you not hear me talking that whole time? No, we no, couldn't. We couldn't. There's a lot of laughing. There's a lot of laughing. I was laughing silence. along with you. I thought we killed you. No. Killed me with happiness. Should I hang up, or are you it's guys gonna keep it up? Should I? Well, should we hang up, or should he hang up? I should know. I hang up? You hang up first. I hang. You hang up. No, you, you hang up first. first. No, no, you hang you up. Hang well, like, no, you hang up. <laughs> David's gonna hang up on all of us. So <laughs> he hung up. Well, we're gone. You can follow them at twitter.com/slash/nostalgia, facebook.com/slash/nostalgia, pinterest.com/slash/nostalgia. I gotta do that again. Whew. I don't know how Dave does that every week without doing multiple takes. Stop.